Hi guys, welcome back to Money Savvy with Sonali. Today's topic is something we don't really like to talk about um, a lot of the time. Um, but I think it's something that is really important when you're considering your finances. Um, what happens when you die? Not in uh, the spiritual afterlife sort of sense, but what happens to your financial situation when you die to the people you leave behind? Um, have you ever thought of that? Have you ever planned for the unexpected? Think about the risks that you face in everyday life. There are things that we can't risks that we can't remove entirely. But even though we can't entirely eliminate these risks, we can take steps to make sure that their impact is considerably lower on our finances. Um, how do we do that? A lot of the time through taking out suitable personal insurances. Now, if you don't have proper insurance in place, an unforeseen death or illness or injury can have a massive impact for you and your family. Have you ever thought of, you know, the impact on your family if your income was to stop, if you were unable to work for an extended period of time? How were you going to pay your mortgage and meet your other living expenses if your income was to completely stop altogether? You're going to struggle quite a bit to make ends meet and if you have any savings you're going to run down your savings very quickly now a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck they admit this now in a recent survey about 46 percent of australians admitted that they live paycheck to paycheck have you thought in scenarios like that if that paycheck was to stop how are you going to manage your living expenses it's it's such a dangerous position that we put ourselves in without thinking too much because you know um especially if you have kids you've you've really got to think about this um i i meet a lot of clients that you know haven't don't really want to go down this path of thinking about you know what bad things might happen to them but I always say to them, it, it, the, the irresponsible thing to do is not think about it, especially if you're a parent and you've got young children. While you don't like to think that something might happen to you or your family, it's always better to be prepared for the unexpected. So how do you go about doing this? Now, let me just touch on a couple of the insurance options that you would have um, and the role that they play in mitigating the risks that you face in everyday life. Um, the first insurance type is life insurance. Now, life insurance provides a lump sum upon death to your dependents. So say if you were to pass away, you can leave that money to your spouse or your children so that they can take care of things like paying off your mortgage, paying off any other debts, paying for, you know, children's school education expenses, um, covering living costs, especially if your spouse wasn't working and was completely dependent on you for income, or even even if you, they were not completely dependent, um, supplementing their income so that, you know, they don't have to change their way of life, really. Um, another type of insurance is total and permanent disability insurance. Now, this provides a lump sum again if you're totally and permanently disabled. Um, 
this can help with things like medical and rehab costs again it can help to pay off debts and uh, mortgage and cover living expenses um, so you know at, at a time where you're going to be quite vulnerable you're going to have this backup plan that will come into play which will alleviate a lot of the financial stresses that come um, with you know um, in a time like that um, another type of insurance is critical illness or trauma insurance. Um, this provides a lump sum if you're diagnosed with a range of specific critical or traumatic illnesses such as cancer or heart attack or stroke and there's a, there's a variety of um, illnesses that it covers. Again, it can pay for medical and rehab costs, um, pay for, you know, or service one-off debts, um, pay for childcare, housekeeping while, you know, you, you go into treatment and get yourself back on track. So um, it, it can be quite a useful insurance to have as well. Um, the final type of insurance is income protection insurance. This typically pays up to 75% of your salary if you're temporarily unable to work due to sickness or injury. Um, this goes straight towards um, covering off living expenses and debts and things like that that you normally would cover with your salary. So um these types of insurances um, can be used to mitigate some of the risks that you face in everyday life. Now, what type and how much completely depends on each of your situations. So um, say, for example, you're um, a couple, but you don't have kids and you don't have any mortgages or any other debts or anything, then a lot of the time, if your partner is working, life insurance might not be quite essential for you. Um, whereas if you are a couple with young kids who you plan on educating privately or even public education, um, if, you, if your spouse is not working, or working part-time looking after the kids things like that life insurance can pay a massive play a massive part in that um, uh, uh, mitigating the risks and things that you you face so um, it all depends on your personal circumstances so it, it um, really makes a difference if you sit down and think about what happens if um, one partner were to pass away, one partner got injured and that income wasn't coming through. Think about how it would affect your life. It doesn't matter how or what the what your friends have done or your colleagues have done because, you know, whatever they would have done would have um, been, um, yeah, as part of their plan and their um, backup plan um, for their circumstances. So you need to make sure that you keep reviewing this as well because, you know, uh, people get married, people have children, people pay off debt, so you might not need as much insurance. So there's a lot of things to consider. Um, some of the other key considerations are that um, one thing that a lot of people tell me is that, oh, I have insurance through my super. But when I ask them how much and what type of cover they have, a lot of the time they don't really know. So um, yes, you might already have insurance through your employer or your super fund. Even if you do, it's always a good idea to review what you currently have to make sure that based on your current circumstances, it is adequate to meet your needs. Um, everyone's needs are different. And obviously, like I said, the types and amounts of insurance that are appropriate for you it's obviously not going to work for someone else um, so you have to make sure whatever you have in place is tailored to your needs and that you review it on a regular basis um, how much is it going to cost now again this depends on a range of factors um, such as your age 
your gender, occupation, your medical family histories, um, any uh, hobbies and sports that you might do, um, and whether or not you're a smoker. Um, so all of this plays a part in um, calculating the premiums. Um, sometimes people think life and TPD and income protection and all of these insurances are really expensive and they don't even look at it. It, it can be cheaper than you think and there are ways to structure it um, where you might have to pay a minimal amount out of pocket. Um, you also have the option of paying for insurance through your superannuation funds. Um, now, be very careful when you're doing that because there are restrictions around um, accessing money through super. Um, so whenever you pay for insurance through your superannuation, your superannuation technically is the owner of the policy. So whenever there's a claim, um, the claim, uh, the, the benefits get paid to the owner of the policy, which is in this case will be your super fund. So accessing those funds can sometimes be restricted based on the superannuation rules. So you need to make sure um, that you are aware of this and that you've taken steps. There are ways to structure it where majority of the policy is held through super and some of it is paid for out of pocket where you know you have maximum amount of coverage. So um, it's always a good idea in this case for things like this to speak to a financial advisor because there are a lot of options and Thing. So um, always remember cheapest is not the best when it comes to insurance. So please make sure that you don't go based on just the premium because sometimes, you know, it can be just um, cover that's completely unsuitable for you. Um, I know a lot of people say, you know, cover that you see on TV and advertised on TV is very cheap. But again, um, yeah, it might really not be suitable. With insurance, you get what you pay for. So, you know, you might find at a time that you really need it the most, you, you might not get paid because the cover that you had wasn't the appropriate cover. So um, always make sure that um, you take informed decisions when it comes to insurance. Um, I typically don't say this. There are a lot of things that you can do um, by yourself with when it comes to your finances but insurance is something you probably should get the help of a professional from when you're setting it up um all right so um in my next podcast i'm thinking of covering some of the benefits and options and features of income protection and life insurance so that you know you might be able to try and um, get your head around some of the concepts um but um if you have anything that you'd like me to cover off on uh, don't hesitate to email me at um sonali at tomorrowfs.com.au and i'll see if i can accommodate any um topics that you might want me to cover um so hopefully you got some information out of this and hopefully you might consider your circumstances and um yeah have a look at the insurance um options that you have um i shall see you guys next time so until then have a fantastic week